Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. I hope you're all doing well. By the time this episode is up, it will probably be right around Christmas or right after the holidays. So for those of you that do celebrate, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and you had a good time celebrating. I also hope you had a good time on break if you're in school or some well-deserved time off of work if you were able to get some time off. But yeah, I'm really hoping for some snow. So far, the forecast says that it's supposed to be 54 and sunny in my area on that day. So I'm hoping for a Christmas miracle. I feel like it never snows on Christmas anymore, although last year we did get a really big winter storm on Christmas Eve. But I don't know, I just love when it snows on Christmas. It always puts me in the holiday spirit even more, even though I'm actually terrified to drive in the snow. It's only okay for it to snow on Christmas Day, and then after that it can just stop and go away. (laughs) I've always liked the warmer weather more, and after Christmas is over, I'm just tired of it by then. But yeah, I just can't wait, and I hope you all had a great holiday. But we are going to move on to the weekly affirmation. If you're new and this is your first time listening, in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I am in charge of how I feel. I always say this on the podcast, you cannot control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to it. You are in charge of your mood, you are in charge of your feelings, and you are in charge of your reactions, which is the beautiful part of life. You could have the worst day ever, the worst series of events happen to you, but it's up to you to stay optimistic and keep a positive mindset. It's not a bad day unless you let it be. It's not a bad life unless you let it be. But yeah, that is the affirmation for the day. I do get all of these affirmations from the app called I Am. It's free on the App Store and I'm obsessed with it. It sends you daily affirmation notifications and it's the best. So you guys should totally go get it for yourselves. Now we're going to move on to the weekly favorites. If you're new and you don't know what I'm talking about, again, in the beginning of every episode, I also share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I finally bought some things from the TikTok shop and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I was very skeptical about it at first. I was scared of someone hacking into my account and getting my card info somehow and I've heard of lots of stories of people getting scammed from buying things through Instagram, so I had never bought anything from there before because I was too scared, but lots of people said that it was safe, they've had good experiences buying through there, and the things ship very fast, so I decided to give it a shot. And I bought one of those oil car fresheners that I had been seeing all over my For You page. My old car freshener ran out, so I needed a new one. And I bought the salted caramel and pistachio one that was supposed to be the Sol de Janeiro dupe. And let me tell you guys, that thing smells so good. It smells so strong. Every time I get into my car, it smells like heaven, which I love. (laughs) For me, there's no better feeling than getting into a freshly clean and good smelling car. And it smells exactly like the Sol de Janeiro perfume. I'm obsessed. So far, I've had it for like a week and the oil has barely gone down. So I think it will last a really long time and I will get a good use out of it. And this is not me trying to sell you guys something just so that I can make a commission off of it. This isn't even sponsored. Obviously, the podcast is on Spotify, not TikTok, so I can't even link it if I wanted to. But 
I genuinely love this stuff so much and I will definitely continue to buy their other scents from now on. This was the only one I bought so far because I didn't know if I would like it, but I'm in love with it. So I'm just going to keep buying from them. I used to buy those little tree fresheners for my car, but I noticed that they wouldn't smell like anything at all after like a week. And I also got car freshener spray before from Amazon, I'm pretty sure. And I think from the pressure of it getting hot and cold constantly and me leaving it in the car, it made it leak everywhere and it was just a mess. I remember half the bottle leaked all over the side of my car and I had to wipe it out with paper towels and it got everywhere. So if you're looking for a long lasting scent that smells really good and will not make a mess, I highly recommend getting the oil car fresheners that are all over TikTok. The brand is Ari Vela candle company i think i'm pronouncing that wrong i don't know i probably should have mentioned that earlier otherwise you guys would have no way of finding what i'm talking about but <laughs> yeah i love it so much i'm obsessed and i can't wait to try their other scents out once this one finishes up so you guys should get it too and we can be twinning but now we're going to move on to our topic for today. This one is going to be a little bit different from my usual content. I want to start talking about more vulnerable topics on the podcast as well. Vulnerability is something that I honestly need to work on. I have a really hard time opening up and letting my guard down and talking about my feelings and what I'm going through. I think because I always felt like it was a sign of weakness and people were going to use it against me or invalidate my feelings, but I realized that I have such a large platform on here. So many of you guys look forward to listening to me, my advice, and my new episodes, and a lot of you guys think of the podcast as a safe space. You're all just very supportive, and I love the little community that I built. And I've also had a lot of you guys DM me asking for advice about very sensitive topics. So I want to start sharing some of my struggles in hopes that some of you will be able to relate and not feel as alone and we can get through those things together. I felt like on here I was just giving advice, 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 and it was getting slightly repetitive. I can only post so much motivational and inspirational content until it all starts sounding the same. Don't worry, I'm still going to post things like that, but I just wanted more of a variety. So I want to start talking about more relatable and specific topics as well. So let me know if you guys like this type of content and if you would be interested in hearing more like this in the future. I just wanted to switch things up a little bit. And if you do like this vulnerable content, feel free to DM me and ask for other topics and advice. I respond to every single one of my DMs and I love hearing from you guys. So I will have all of that linked down below in the show notes if you want to reach out to me and talk to me. But as you guys can see by the title, today I'm going to be talking about dealing with the birthday blues. If you don't know what the birthday blues are, it's when people experience a feeling of depression, disinterest, and sadness around their birthday. This could be because they're dealing with grief and missing someone, they might have lost a loved one around that time, or they're sad because they're lonely and they don't have anyone to celebrate with, they might live far away from their hometown and and their family. They might not have that many friends or a significant other or kids to be with. They might dislike their birthday because it never lives up to their expectations or it never goes as hoped for. It's just 
a horrible feeling. And I've always felt this way around my birthday, but I never knew that it was a common thing. I never knew that there was an actual term for it. And a lot of other people experienced this until recently. So I wanted to make an episode for those of you that can relate and give some tips on how to get through it. And I was debating on making this for a while because I didn't want to sound ungrateful. I obviously love and appreciate anyone that makes an effort to do anything for my birthday, but this is just something that I have been struggling with for years and I wanted to share my experience and my thoughts. But for those of you that don't know and this is your first time listening to the podcast, last week was actually my 21st birthday and to be completely honest, I was dreading it. (laughs) I dread my birthday every single year for multiple reasons. One of the reasons being that it never goes well. Last year, I remember I was on the way to my birthday dinner with my family and I was going to meet them there. My whole entire dad's side was going and my car broke down on the way there. I had to have it towed by AAA. Keep in mind, my birthday's in December, so it was snowing and freezing out. It was pitch black and my transmission went. And for those of you that don't know, having your transmission blow in your car is one of the worst things that could possibly happen. You just cannot operate it or drive it if your transmission goes. Like, it's literally stuck. You cannot drive it. And it's usually a $3,000 or $4,000 repair. And I remember the rest of my family ate at the restaurant without me because they were already there. And I wasn't going to tell them like, oh, yeah, leave because I broke down. Like, obviously, I'm going to let them eat at the restaurant if they're already there. (laughs) And I just decided to get rid of my car because it was used and I was not about to spend $4,000 on an old car. So I did not have a car for a good month after that. So obviously that is not something you want to have happen on your birthday. And that kind of ruined it for me. This year, I was feeling my usual sadness around my birthday. I was having crying spells the week before. I was just feeling extremely depressed, very sad. I think one of the main reasons being that I'm older than all of my friends. I only have like two friends that are older than me. So I knew that I would not be able to go out and have a big party with everyone there because the rest of my friends are not 21 and they're not able to get into clubs or bars with me. So I knew that it wouldn't be like a big rage or party. And quality time has always been my love language. I don't care about gifts or anything like that at all, honestly. That's the last thing on my mind. I just want to spend time with the people I love on my day. And knowing that the majority of them couldn't go because of that reason made me really sad. I had also planned to go to brunch that morning with one of my friends before I went out later that night. And those plans also fell through. So that made me even more sad. So... On my birthday this year, I was just feeling like crap, to be honest. I felt very alone and depressed, even though it was supposed to be a happy day. And I had multiple people wishing me a happy birthday, but I just felt alone in a crowded room, if that makes sense. That's the only way I know how to describe how I was feeling. So I decided that I needed to get out of the house to make myself feel better. I didn't want to sit around my house all day doing nothing and feeling sorry for myself before I went out at night. So I went for a drive and I got a nice coffee just to get some fresh air and have some social interaction and not isolate myself. And mainly because iced coffee always has a way of magically making me feel better. And as I was driving home, 
the song Landslide by Fleetwood Mac came on. I had my entire playlist on shuffle with thousands of songs on it. And I was just like, of course, this is the song that comes on today. If you've never heard the song, which some of you probably haven't, a lot of my audience is on the younger side. But if you haven't, you need to. But the song is about growing older and feeling uncertain. Stevie Nicks wrote the song when she was 27, working as a waitress and feeling uncertain in her career before she had joined Fleetwood Mac. And in the song, she says, Well, I've been afraid of changing because I've built my life around you. But time makes you bolder. Children get older and I'm getting older too. And as soon as I heard those lyrics, I just lost it. Those lyrics hit so hard at that moment and I just started crying. And when I say crying, I don't just mean a little tear here and there. I was fully sobbing. It almost felt like it was a sign because that song has never came on before. Like out of the thousands of songs on my playlist, that's the one that plays on my birthday. And the worst part was that I was in traffic. We were at a complete stop on a hill. There was also traffic going the other way. So people on the other side of the hill were at a complete stop. And I could just see them all sitting there staring at me. Like I had nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. My car has no tint on it. So it's a fishbowl. And I just felt like I was on full display and everyone was watching me cry. I saw some older guy on the other side of traffic give me a smile. I think he saw me crying and felt bad. And I just put my mirror down in an attempt to hide my face. But I knew that realistically was not helping. It just made me feel better that I couldn't see them. But it was just one of those cries where you can't stop. I was just crying uncontrollably. So I ended up pulling into a random parking lot and just crying my eyes out and reflecting on the year. And I was trying to get myself together. But that is how my birthday went this year. It's honestly really embarrassing to admit that, but I'm just being very transparent. I did end up going out that night and celebrating with some friends and having a good time, but the beginning of that day was definitely not the best. I was crying the whole time I was getting ready to. I kept messing up my makeup and I just wouldn't wish that feeling on anyone. Nobody wants to spend their birthday like that, but it's a common experience apparently. So that is one of the reasons why I have always dreaded my birthday. I've always felt like it never goes as hoped. It never lives up to my expectations and I always feel let down every year. Something always falls through. Plans get changed or canceled. Someone can't make it. Something always goes wrong. Also being that my birthday is the week before Christmas, all of my friends have college finals that week and they're at school. A lot of them are studying really hard and they don't have time to go out and party and time to go out and celebrate. I have some friends that also work in retail and they're also extremely busy during that time because a lot of people are doing their Christmas shopping My family is always busy Christmas shopping around that time and it's cold in my state so there isn't much to do. My birthday also tends to get blended with Christmas as well. People with December birthdays can definitely relate to this so I always feel like I'm just not the top priority which is fine because people have their own lives and their own things going on. I understand that but that's just how it is every year so I always feel kind of pushed to the side. 
But what's kind of weird is that I love other people's birthdays. I get so excited to buy them things and go out and celebrate. And I always make sure that we do something fun. So I don't know why I don't like my own. Maybe because of the pressure I feel to do something extravagant and it never happens. Or the pressure to do something fun and it always feels just like a regular day. And honestly, I don't think I've done anything really big for my birthday in probably like five years. But I set my expectations high every year anyways and I always get let down. <laughs> I apologize if this episode sounds very depressing. I promise it will lighten up towards the end when I give the tips. But <laughs> another reason I get the birthday blues is because I have a major fear of getting older. I have always been like this. Your birthday is obviously a stamp of getting older. It's official and I think that scares me a lot. And on my birthday, I tend to focus on how old I am and how much I haven't accomplished, where I'm lacking. I think a lot of people who struggle with birthday depression focus on how old they are and how much they haven't done. They might think, you know what, I'm 20, I haven't finished school yet, I don't have a car yet. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm not in a relationship. I haven't moved out of my parents' house yet. People who are in their 30s might think, I'm not married. I don't have kids yet. I'm not a homeowner yet. I'm not where I want to be in the workplace. I didn't get that promotion yet. People who are in their 40s might think, I'm not happy with my career. I want to switch career paths, but I feel like it's too late to go back to school. All sorts of things. Birthdays are just another reminder that we aren't getting any younger. We don't have unlimited time. I remember when I turned 20 last year, I literally felt like I was going through a midlife crisis. It just hit me really hard. I was like, oh my gosh, in 10 years, I will be 30. I'm halfway to 40. And I was just not okay with that thought. <laughs> I always feel like I'm running out of time to do the things that I want to do. And most of my audience is women, so I feel like a lot of women can relate to this, but we are constantly having to reach certain standards. We've been told that we hit our peak appearance-wise once we're 25. I've seen videos on social media where men will say that women expire once they hit 30 and they go downhill. We're scared of aging and looking older. We have a biological clock and a certain time frame in order to get married and have children safely. And I think a lot of women are afraid of getting older. I know I am in all honesty, I'm not going to lie. And birthdays just don't feel the same once you get older now too. Like now it just feels like any other day. I have to go to work. I still have responsibilities. People forget because they're also adults and they have busy lives. But when you were a kid, it was always a big deal and you had huge parties and you got lots of presents. Now you're lucky if you get a text or a call from someone. And it's just different now. And I know it might sound completely ridiculous for me to only be 21 years old getting on here talking about how I feel like my life is over and I feel like I'm running out of time. I have some people that listen to this podcast that are 40 plus. I can see my insights in my creator portal. And I've heard so many people say so many times that your life begins when you're in your 20s, not ends. But I've just always had this massive fear of not accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish, not living a fulfilling life, not following my dreams and just running out of time and finding myself older and unhappy with the life that I lived. I'm also scared of my parents and other family getting older. 
I get scared of my friends getting older and us going our separate ways. I feel like as the years go by, the less and less I get to see my loved ones. So my birthday has always been a time of reflection and not necessarily in a good way. I tend to focus on the negative, which ultimately makes me feel so much worse. And the last reason that I tend to get the birthday blues is because honestly, I compare mine to others. I go on social media and I see other people having these giant parties with so many people. They're renting out venues and getting sections in the club. They're getting party buses, going on these big girls trips and getting a shared Airbnb and on these beautiful islands and resorts, having a great time. I also see people in relationships go on these very romantic dinner dates and they have very intimate and special time together. And I know I shouldn't do that. Like I'm very self-aware. I know that what I'm doing is wrong. I shouldn't compare myself to other people. I know that it's making me feel worse. But it's something that I'm constantly seeing on social media. And when it's constantly in my feed, it's really hard not to compare and feel bad especially if you're single or you don't have a huge group of friends or a family that gets along and can do things together or you don't do anything special for your birthday and you're alone every year and I know that social media is not real life I'm aware that it's a highlight reel people are only posting the moments that they want other people to see but it's hard when you see other people doing all of the things that you want to do so badly and it never happens or works out for you. And it just kind of makes you feel worse than you already did in the first place. And one of the things that made me feel like really low this year was I never knew that Alex Earl's birthday was like the day before mine. I don't know exactly if it's the day before mine, but I know it's very close to mine. She's a Sagittarius also. I did not know that. But I was scrolling on TikTok the one day and I saw one of her videos in my feed and it was her going out for her birthday. She had, she went out with like a huge group of friends and it looked like so much fun. And then I saw another video on my For You page of her and her boyfriend going out to dinner and it just looked so beautiful and so romantic. And as I was watching that, I was literally in my room like doing nothing <laughs> And I was like, look at her birthday and how she's celebrating it. And then look at mine. And I was like, she's only two years older than me. And she's done like so much stuff. And I'm just sitting in my room doing nothing. So that's what like, re not like set me off, but that's what like really made me feel upset. And this is obviously nothing against Alex Earl. I love her to death. I think she's so iconic. But it was just me comparing myself to someone else. I should not have done that. But those are all the reasons that I kind of dread my birthday and get the birthday blues. Some of you might relate to some of my reasons or you might have different ones. But and now I'm going to share some tips on how to get through the birthday blues. These are all things that I'm going to practice from now on. And hopefully they help some of you guys that struggle with it as well because it's rough. So the first tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is writing out a gratitude list or a list of your accomplishments from that year. Like I said earlier, every year on my birthday, I find myself focusing on how old I am and how much I haven't accomplished. I'm focusing on my lack rather than my abundance, what I don't have instead of what I do have. Instead of me focusing on 
how I'm getting older and feeling like my life is over or running out, I need to be grateful for even having the opportunity to be here another year. I'm blessed to live another year to celebrate with my family and friends. I'm blessed to live another year and make more memories and have more experiences. I could have been hit by a bus yesterday. I could have not woken up from my sleep. Some people don't even make it to 21, unfortunately. That is a huge milestone in a lot of people's lives. Instead of thinking of it as one year of my life being over, I need to think of it as another year of opportunity. Aging is a blessing. It's not something I need to fear. It's not the end of the world. Instead of focusing on what I haven't accomplished, let's focus on what I have. I have done so much this year and I still wasn't giving myself enough credit. 2023 was a huge year for me. I crushed so many of my goals, but yet I still managed to only place my focus on what I didn't do, which we're not going to do from now on. From now on, we're going to write out a gratitude list and an accomplishment list every year around my birthday to focus on the good. I'm blessed to have food and a roof over my head. I'm blessed to have my family and friends. I'm blessed to see my dog every time I come home and walk through the door. I'm blessed to be healthy at my age. I'm blessed to see another day. I'm blessed to live another year. I'm blessed to have a car. I'm blessed to live in a first world country where I have the freedom to do whatever I want, where I have basic necessities. I have everything I need and more. The life that I'm complaining about is the life that someone else wishes to have. The life that I'm complaining about is the life that I myself used to pray for. And here I am complaining about things that do not matter in the grand scheme of things. Materialistic things I hadn't gotten. Money I hadn't made. Stuff that truly does not matter at all. So I decided that I'm going to focus on the positive from now on. Instead of reflecting on the lack and the negative, I'm choosing to reflect on the abundance and the positive. And even if I didn't complete every single thing on my checklist, that's fine because I have a whole new year to do so. It's a fresh start, another year to kill it. My life is not over just because another year has passed. Every new year brings new experiences memories, beginnings, opportunities, blessings, and even more. We're no longer operating in that scarcity mindset. We're no longer being ungrateful. So I did make a gratitude and accomplishment list in my journal after my birthday, and it made me feel so much better. I didn't think to do it before my birthday because I didn't even have this episode planned out, to be honest. And I was too busy dreading my birthday. And the topic idea honestly popped into my head as I was crying in the car, wondering what I could do to make myself feel better and wondering why I felt this way every single year. And I came to the conclusion that my birthday is horrible every year because of my mindset, because of what I'm putting my focus on, because I'm the one being negative about it, not because of anything or anyone else. I'm the one making it not enjoyable. So... If you find yourself feeling this way or you also have that fear of aging, getting older and not accomplishing certain things, I highly recommend reflecting on the past year in a good way. Write out everything you did. Write out how you improved as a person. Write out ways that you grew and ways that you never thought you could. 
Write out good memories you made. Write out learning experiences from that year. Write out everything you're grateful for. It could even be as simple as you writing that you made a new friend that you value or you started a new hobby or you started going to the gym and working on yourself. It doesn't have to be anything major. Most of the things that I wrote on my gratitude list were very small because I think it's the small things that matter the most, honestly, and those are the things that make the biggest difference. But this really did make me feel a lot better and it definitely put things into perspective for me. So I recommend that you guys do that as well. But the next tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is getting out of the house. Please don't self-isolate the whole day. Even if you have no one else to spend it with, just get out of the house for a little bit. Me leaving my house in the morning on my birthday just to go get iced coffee honestly did make me feel a little bit better until that song came on because I do not like to self-isolate and make myself feel worse when I'm already not feeling the best. I like to go out and get fresh air. I like to get in the sun. Even in December when it's not super sunny out, I'm still getting some vitamin D instead of rotting in my room. (laughs) I like to have that social interaction even if it's just talking to the barista, a very small, kind interaction could make your whole day better. It could turn your whole day around. You never know. It just makes me feel so much better to go out and do something when I'm having a bad day. Self-isolating will just make you feel worse. So I highly recommend getting out of your house, even if it's super small, even if it's just getting a coffee, just going for a walk, just going to Target, just don't lay in your bed all day and do nothing. You could even treat yourself to something special. If you don't have anyone else to spend the day with, spend it with yourself. You could go get a manicure or a pedicure, go to the spa and get a massage or a facial, go buy yourself flowers from the grocery store and some chocolates, go to the movies and buy some popcorn and a slushy and enjoy yourself rent a movie and order yourself a pizza or some takeout and pour yourself a glass of wine. You could take yourself shopping and treat yourself to new shoes, new perfume, or some new makeup or clothes. Who knows, maybe you'll have a birthday coupon or a reward. Most stores do something of that sort. Dress up and take yourself to dinner and order yourself a nice dessert with it too. Just because you don't have anyone to spend the day with, that doesn't mean you can't spend it with yourself or make it special for yourself. Celebrate yourself. You've come this far, you've made it another 365 days, and you deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to feel special, even if you have no one to do it with. There is absolutely nothing wrong with taking yourself out. I think it feels so much better to take yourself out and do something very small rather than doing nothing at all. I never feel better when I isolate myself. I always tend to feel worse when I'm just sitting around feeling sorry for myself, rotting in my house and doing nothing productive. And even if you're an adult and you have to work that day or you have to go to school or you have other responsibilities that you need to take care of, try to make the most of it. You might be sad about having to be at work, but at least you're surrounded by other people and you're not completely alone and isolated. Every time I've had to work on my birthday, my coworkers have always tried to do at least something small and special for me, like getting me a cake or little cupcakes. And 
It's always meant a lot to me because I knew they were thinking of me and they went out of their way to do something kind for me to make me feel special. If you're close with any of your coworkers, you could also go out with them after work, possibly. I've done that before as well. Work is only half of the day. You still have the other half to have a great night. Just try to make the most of it. Try to get out of the house. Try to do one thing to make yourself feel happy and special. The day is what you make out of it. It's how you choose to spend it and what you choose to do. You can choose to make it a good day and make the most of it, or you can choose to do nothing and isolate yourself and make yourself feel worse. I think the first option is much better, but then again, I am an extrovert and I like being around other people. If you recharge and you genuinely enjoy being alone and spending company with yourself, by all means, go for it. We're all different. Just try to make yourself feel special on your own day. So the next tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is having an open mindset. This was one of my biggest problems. I had a closed mindset every single year. Every year around my birthday, I would tell myself, Last year was horrible, so this one will be too. Every year I'm let down, so I'm not even going to try to plan anything. Everyone was busy last year, so I'm not even going to ask if they're free this time. Something goes wrong every year, so I'm not going to get my hopes up. No, girl, we're done with that. I always talk about how important it is to have an open mindset here and stay optimistic, so I really need to practice what I preach for real. <laughs> I always say, whatever you think and speak manifests. I'm literally speaking it into existence for it to go bad every year. If I'm telling myself it's going to be horrible, no one is going to be free, I'm going to have a bad day, then I can thank my closed mindset if that comes true. I have no one to blame but myself. If I'm already convinced that I'm going to be sad that day in my head, then it's going to happen. Like I said in the weekly affirmation, I'm in charge of how I feel. You control your mindset. You control your thoughts, feelings, and reactions. And having a closed mindset does nothing in your favor. Even if you do have an open mindset and your birthday still doesn't go super well, at least you can say that you tried. At least you can say that you did try to plan something. You did try to spend it with your friends or family. You did try to have a good day and make it special. You didn't just completely give up and not even try and avoid it and not make an effort to make plans and make an effort to have a good day. And this actually leads me to my next one, which is to verbalize your birthday wishes. Please don't be one of those people that pretends they don't like their birthday and pretends they don't wanna do anything for it, even though they secretly do. That was also me, and this is a newsflash, but if you tell people you dislike your birthday and you don't want to do anything, people cannot read your mind and they will respect your wishes. They'll believe you. Every year I would lie to people and I would say that I didn't care about doing anything for my birthday as like a defense mechanism in case it didn't work out, even though I secretly did care, and then I would be upset if nobody planned anything. Like, Come on, that was just setting myself up for failure. We're adults and we need to express our feelings to others and communicate. This also has to do with a closed mindset. It's like deep down you think nobody will come and it won't be fun or it won't live up to your expectations. So you tell people you don't care or want to do anything to prevent that from happening. But in reality, you just sabotage the whole thing for yourself. And now it's definitely not going to happen or be fun. 
your chances of that just went to zero. So we need to start having an open mindset and start communicating our feelings and wishes to others if you want to at least have a chance of it going well. <laughs> like I said, even if it doesn't, at least you can say that you tried and you went for it. You at least put yourself out there and you put the effort in. If you want to have a party, tell people that. If you want to go out to dinner, tell people that. If you want to go out somewhere, tell people. If you want to get a cake and have a sleepover or a night in, tell people that. People cannot read your mind. And it's unfair for you to be upset with those around you for not doing anything if you never vocalized it in the first place or you told them the opposite of what you actually wanted. Now, if you tell them and they don't bother, that's a whole different story, but communication is key. And some people know and can tell when you're lying about not liking your birthday or not wanting to do anything or wanting any gifts. They know that it's a front, but some people genuinely believe you and they want to respect your wishes and your boundaries. They might think your birthday is a sensitive time. They might think you actually don't want the attention or to be put on the spot. They might think you don't want to be around a large group of people. So this is why it's important to communicate your wishes. Don't feel guilty for wanting to go out for your birthday. You're not a burden. Don't feel bad for wanting to have a party. Don't feel bad for wanting gifts. These are all normal things that people want for their birthday. So please vocalize that instead of telling people you don't want to do anything and then feeling sad when you're alone on your day. So the next tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is giving yourself permission to be happy. Even if every other year before this one was terrible, give yourself permission to feel happy about this one. If you're struggling with grief, know that that person would want you to feel happy on your special day. They wouldn't want you to feel sad and be upset. They wouldn't want you to have a bad day. Even if you're not under the best circumstances right now and your life has been a series of unfortunate events recently, allow yourself to feel happy for one day. This is your day. Remember that. Your birthday is all about you. Let yourself feel those good emotions. Let yourself have a good day. Let every other negative thought go. Like I said before, I would always convince myself that my birthday was going to be horrible every year. I had already made it up in my mind. I wasn't even allowing myself to be happy and have a good day. I wasn't even trying. But from now on, I'm choosing to have a good day no matter what. Even if I'm spending it alone, even if that week has been terrible, even if every other year has not been the greatest, I can still choose to allow myself to be happy and have a good day. As I was doing my makeup this year on my birthday and crying, I was giving myself this same pep talk. I was telling myself, you need to get it together. Stop sulking. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. You're going out with friends in a few hours and you have the opportunity to make it a great night. You can still make the rest of the day fun. Just because the morning wasn't so great, that doesn't define the rest of your day. It was a bad couple of hours, not a bad day. The night isn't over yet. And I'm so glad I chose to go out because I was highly considering just canceling and staying in the rest of the night, isolating and feeling sorry for myself. But I went out and I had a great time. We bar hopped and we went to two different bars. My first legal drink was a Barbie pitcher, which is honestly so iconic. <laughs> and then at the second bar we went to, I got two Grinch cocktails and they were very cute and very festive and 
the music was great and I met some cool people and I just had a lot of fun. I gave myself permission to feel happy. I gave myself permission to let go and have a good night. I gave myself permission to turn my day around and I ended up having a great night and I'm so glad I decided to go. So please at least try to let yourself have a good day. At least allow yourself to feel happy. Don't just automatically assume the day is going to be terrible and you're going to be depressed. Have a positive mindset and an open mind. Take the day as it goes and you might end up having a great day. Who knows? So the next tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is not over planning if you tend to get easily overwhelmed or anxious. I used to always want to throw these big parties, rent out places, have big sleepovers or dinners for my birthday, go on these big trips, and I found myself worrying about everyone else rather than myself. Sometimes being the host can honestly be really exhausting. You're worrying about if everyone else is able to come, you're worried if everyone else is having a good time, you're worried if everyone else is enjoying their food, you're worried about mixing friend groups, sometimes it's awkward mixing your college friends with your high school friends and your childhood friends, coworkers, and significant others. It can just be a lot. It can be very stressful. And if you're a highly anxious person, I don't recommend planning something huge if it's something you can't handle. Sometimes doing something small is so much better. I honestly prefer that now. I would much rather spend my birthday with like three of my closest friends, guaranteeing that we'll have a good time, rather than inviting 20 people that I'm not super close with and it would be kind of uncomfortable and stressful. Obviously, everyone is different. If you have lots of friends and you want them all to come and you like going out, go for it. But if you're feeling forced to do something big just to please everyone else and you don't actually want to, don't do it because you're not going to enjoy yourself. And usually every year I have lots of people that want to celebrate with me. I have my family, my high school friends, my coworkers. So I just celebrate with them all separately so I'm not extremely stressed the whole time about whether or not they're enjoying themselves. I'll do something small with each of them, like go to dinner, and it all works out perfectly. So I recommend doing a bunch of smaller celebrations if that's what you're more comfortable with, rather than putting yourself in a high-stress situation. It just eases the nerves, and I enjoy myself a lot more that way. Also, if planning big events isn't your thing, that's another reason why I think it's better to do smaller celebrations. That way you aren't worried about making a giant reservation, making sure everyone RSVPs and can come, making sure everyone's on time, making sure everyone even likes the restaurant you're going to. It's just too much for me personally, and I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, don't overplan too much if that isn't something you cannot mentally or physically handle. I promise you'll have a much better time doing something small and intimate with people you're comfortable with if you have anxiety. Celebrate however you feel the most comfortable. So another tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is learning to accept disappointment. Life happens and sometimes people have to cancel. Sometimes people have to arrive late or leave early for their own reasons. Sometimes people can't make it because they have prior commitments or other things going on. 
Sometimes people forget because they are busy themselves and they have their own things going on in their personal lives. They might be going through a lot right now. I'm going to be so honest. There have been times where I have forgotten other people's birthdays because I was super busy. I didn't even know what date it was that day or I just completely forgot until I saw other people post about it. So it's unfair for me to be upset with people that also forget. Nobody is perfect. Neither am I. So for me to hold a grudge and become super upset with someone that had to cancel or genuinely forgot isn't right. I don't have to take it personally. And I'm trying to learn to accept disappointment or change when it comes to my birthday. If you have your expectations and your standards set so high, there's a high chance that you're going to be disappointed if things don't go your way or go as planned. So try to let go. That's just life. Things are not always going to go as planned. Things might go wrong and that's okay. Go in with no expectations and you'll feel a lot better. All right, so the last tip that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues is not comparing your birthday to others. Like I said earlier, this is something that I need to work on myself. I feel like social media is kind of skewing the way I see my birthday and the way I celebrate and it's definitely made me feel a lot worse but I've just had to realize that just because I didn't go on a giant vacation this year that doesn't mean I didn't have a nice birthday just because I didn't throw a huge party and get into the VIP section in the club that doesn't mean I didn't have a nice birthday just because I didn't go out to dinner with 20 friends that doesn't mean I didn't have a nice birthday Everyone celebrates differently. And like I said, social media is a highlight reel. People are only posting the best moments. Most people are not posting about some of their friends canceling and not being able to go. Most people are not posting about someone forgetting to wish them a happy birthday. Most people are not posting about the drama that happens throughout the night. They're just posting the gifts, the 10 second clips, and the pictures of themselves and their cakes. And this is not me hating. I'm not insinuating that everybody is fake on social media and everybody's birthday goes terribly because I'm sure a lot of people have an amazing time celebrating their birthdays. My point is just that you're not seeing anything that goes on behind the scenes. You're seeing what people want you to see. So don't compare your raw, real, unedited, and uncurated day to somebody else's post or highlight reel. Social media is not real life and since the birthday blues is a common thing and a common experience a lot more people go through this than you think even if they're celebrities or influencers even if they're popular that doesn't make them an exception like I have over 20,000 followers on Spotify and across all of my platforms and here I am telling you that I spent the majority of my day alone crying in my car so <laughs> I hope that puts things into perspective for you. And no, I don't consider myself a celebrity or an influencer, but I just want to show you guys that no matter how many followers you have, no matter how many friends you have, no matter how perfect your life may seem, there are things that go on behind closed doors and behind the scenes. And a lot of other people go through birthday depression as well. You don't know how their whole day went. You don't know how their whole night went. You only know 10 seconds of it from a story that you're seeing on Instagram. 
But those were all of the tips that I wrote for dealing with the birthday blues. I really hope you guys liked this one and found some of these tips helpful. Like I said, these are all things that I plan to do moving forward since this is something that I have been dealing with for years now. And I really tried to be vulnerable and honest in this one, even though it wasn't easy. But hopefully someone out there is relating to what I'm saying and doesn't feel as alone in their struggles and can take at least one piece of advice from this episode and if you're listening to this because your birthday is coming up and you found this episode through spotify or apple Podcasts, i wish you a very happy birthday and i hope you have a very special day but if you like today's episode i would appreciate it so so much if you guys followed the podcast left a five star rating and turned on the notification bell so that you know when i upload next Please also let me know if you guys want more topics like this. I want you guys to be able to relate to me more and know me on a deeper level. If you have any topic suggestions, feel free to DM me on my Instagram. I will have my main one and the podcast one linked below. I'll also have my TikTok linked as well. You guys should definitely check me out on there. I love posting shorter form content as well. I post once a day on there, but yeah. I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you listened all the way through, and I will see you guys next week. Bye!